Y'all know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it. It's over. It's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are the watch for him? Where the hey. brothers gonna be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Just trying to find a dope, great, amazing barbecue restaurant here in Dallas. Can somebody please? I know Milwaukee. I know y'all come to Dallas. I know y'all be in Dallas. I just need some suggestions on where to go. My dad came in here yesterday. I want some good barbecue. Okay. I. You know what? You didn't say anything. I'll. I'll call some friends down there and see. Thank you. If I can hook you up. Telly. I'm going to have to wait until and they wake up, though. But, uh, yes, I'll, I I'll text them for you. Now, you know how I am. You know how I am, Telly. So, here's just a couple of things to consider. I don't like waiting in long lines. Okay. So, if your friends are the owners, that'd be really, really <laughs> well, great. If I, they're not. Okay, go ahead. If they're not, then they need to make a phone call because DT don't do long lines. I okay. really don't. I'm allergic to lines. It's a, it's a medical condition. <laughs> I cannot stand it. <laughs> so so Please. that right there, that statement right there lets you know Denise will go up to the front of the airport line and go to the counter and say, look, I got a medical condition. I can't be getting on after 20 oh, people. No. I got to get on oh. within the first 10. Dear dear brother Kelly. If you're not no, flying first class. If it, it you're not flying it first doesn't class. Work. It doesn't even matter whether I'm flying first class or not because I'm executive platinum pro with American. Oh, and I'm my bad. medallion with Delta. My bad. So regardless of whether I'm flying first class or not, I'm part of group one. Oh, gotcha. Okay, Would my you bad. like to continue on other statuses that I have? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> and ladies, if you see how I did that with the utmost confidence, because what I don't do is apologize for <laughs> anything that I have, because unlike most people in this country, black women, we earn it. And we're going to talk about one particular black woman today. If you did not hear yesterday, our sister Taraji P. Henson. And, you know, I got to shout out Taraji P. Henson because before we get into her her story, the most recent incident with Taraji P. Henson, because she's been through a lot. I don't know if you are you familiar with her struggle and journey um, with her health. She was recently very sick due to overworking and being burnt out. So she's been very transparent with her story. We're gonna we're gonna share a most recent interview that Taraji P was in with, I believe it was Gail King on Sirius XM, where she revealed something very significant that ended up triggering a number of black actors, whether it were, you know, female friends that are close to her in the industry as well, or 
you know, brothers who support Taraji and we're supporting her publicly. We're going to talk about that. We're going to play a soundbite. So you definitely want to stay tuned. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is Thursday. Telly, what, what's today? Not Thursday, but what? Friday, Junior. <laughs> Friday, Junior. It is Thursday, December 21st. We're almost there, y'all. Yes. It's the last day for a lot of students at MPS. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're excited. Wait a minute. Time out. Today's the last day? Yes. Uh, I would think they would have been out since Monday. What? Well, that's how it used to be. But if you yeah. recall, because the school buildings don't didn't really have AC and it was too hot. Oh, that's right. Yes. And so they're making so they up make some up. of those days. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. And shout out to all the students, especially those MPS students that now have to have a longer week during Christmas. Shout out to y'all. Don't quit. Don't give up. And look. If it's anything like when I was in school centuries ago, <laughs> when I was in elementary school, we wasn't doing that much work this week anyway. No, no. Do they still watch movies in school during the holidays? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I ask Mrs. Hughes. Can I you will her ask her. Do they do they still? Because I know during the last week of school. Come on, yeah, man. After yeah. finals, we're not doing anything. Right. We're watching movies. We're playing yeah. games. And, and, and she teaches fourth grade, so I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, look, I know I threw on a movie if I was a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> look, have you seen that movie called Bad Teacher? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so mean. It's like movie, I've almost, a movie every almost day. almost filed a lawsuit because I was like, y'all sold my story. Yeah, that, that definitely would be me. Good morning. Good morning again. Today. We're so happy to have y'all. <laughs> so Telly y'all has a surprise that should we should we pump them up? And, and I mean, like, for real, y'all, this is a big deal. This is a big uh, surprise. Yes. Yes. Wanna... Because okay, we, we should we should go ahead and pump it up to uh, the eight o'clock hour, which our special guests will be calling in and not only calling in dt this person and this person has been on the show he's a friend of the show he's usually have been on when you haven't so i'm excited for you to be able to talk to him as well because i I know you said that you know you really like him and this person is none other than actor comedian producer director everything else and that is guy tory so guy tory will not only be joining us during the eight o'clock hour. But if you tune in and stream and watch us live on YouTube and Twitter, he will be on video as well. Oh, so at, yes, let's go Telly. Yes, let's go. Yes, so I love it. Yes, uh, and and uh, Mrs. Hughes did just text me. She said the last day of school we do watch movies or fun activities. So there yes. it is. Okay, good. So it's still it hasn't <laughs> changed. Shout out to Mrs. Hughes for the quick response yet because I'm like. You don't do any schoolwork during the last week before oh, Christmas. Oh, no, you don't. Come on, man. You don't. you don't. No. So I'm glad that they get a little R&R, even though they have to wake up in the morning and go to school. Yes. And yes. I'm sorry. You know, I'm looking at the YouTube video of us, uh-huh. and it's delayed. So I'm watching you thinking, like, you were going to say something else. Let me just focus on the other screen. Yeah, All right, yeah. y'all. Right. <laughs> we we've got, we've got, <laughs> we here. Let me just stay focused right here. We have a lot to talk about today. We want to hear from you. Let's just get right into it. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Now, I'm obviously not fortunate to be in, enough to be in Milwaukee, was not there yesterday 
during President Joe Biden's visit. Did you see or hear anything, Telly, in terms of like, you know, the barricades? Did you did you feel or see any presence from President Biden yesterday? Yeah, I was trying to make a, a running errand and the <laughs> doggone highways was blocked off. <laughs> I promise I didn't know. I didn't know that was going to be a trick. He was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, um, in, in, in all honesty, uh, I actually, I had a couple of friends that went to go see. I didn't get a post-Biden uh, appearance report from them, but um, from what I saw, and he did make an unexpected stop, and uh, and it was funny. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the Tory Lowe show yesterday, Tory was like, man, he stole my game plan because he went by the plumbing uh, company where they are trying to get lead out of the pipes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and things, things they should have been doing for years, by the way. But uh, but he did make an unexpected stop over there before going to the Black Chamber of Commerce and um, so the only thing I've heard is some of the things that I hope we're going to hear coming up here shortly and some of the clips that he, he said when he was here. But like nothing really yeah. like that engaging for me. Well, speaking of which, uh, when he spoke at the Wisconsin Black Chamber of Commerce about a block away, he was uh, greeted by a number of protesters, hundreds to be exact, that were sending him a message in particular regarding the Israel war and they were shouting or, you know, protest. I shouldn't say, yeah, they were protesting, but they were peacefully protesting and shouting free, free Palestine, free, free Palestine. And they were so loud that it, president Biden could basically, as he was getting into the motorcade, he could, he could hear it. And, you know, one of the protesters was talking about, we want to be heard. We want, And they said Joe Biden. They didn't say president. We want Joe Biden to know what's going on out there. Mm. We want to we want him to see our side of the story. We've got uh, some quick audio because I want to get into this as well as for those that missed Sherwin's interview with White House Press Secretary, uh, Madam Secretary Jean-Pierre, who happens to be a black woman and is the first black, the first black woman and the first openly LGBTQIA plus a person openly to be the White House press secretary. She was a guest on Sherwin's show yesterday. So if you missed it, we're going to give you a little tease, but you know you can always listen to any of the shows anytime, anywhere by downloading the Truth app. So we're going to get into that. And again, I I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how I'm feeling right now about the president visiting Milwaukee. Man. I did see a post from the mayor's office and you know it was it was clear that he came he saw and he left so before we get to our op-ed and, and hear your thoughts about president joe biden's visit to milwaukee yesterday let's play a sound bite this is some audio is this this is the uh, sherwin interview correct ben yeah well, i got the sherwin interview okay so if you did if you missed the the audio or excuse me the interview yesterday let's quickly hear a brief excerpt from the interview yesterday between Sherwin Hughes and Madam Secretary Jean-Pierre, who is the White House press secretary under the, excuse me, Biden administration. Kareem, there is perception and then there is reality. Most folks Mm -hmm. will tell you that they don't necessarily feel 
the impact of Biden Bidenomics, even though this has been one of yeah. the most successful and ambitious political agendas we've seen in probably a generation. So how do we yeah. kind of square that circle with objectively, if you look at the numbers, this economy is doing fantastic, but not enough Americans can subjectively feel it. Well, I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad, Sharon, that you said that this economy is doing fantastic because you're right. We got to remember that when the president walked into this administration, the economy's at a tailspin. And the last administration really put us at a place where we were we didn't have what we need to get this country back on track. Right. We didn't have a comprehensive uh, when it comes to COVID, a COVID plan. Uh, we had the American Rescue Plan that the president passed only with Democrats, no Republican that helped uh, that helped uh, get the economy uh, back on track. You think about uh, you think about you know the Wisconsin senator Ron Johnson, you know who again no republic no Republican voted for the American Rescue Plan. Think about how he opposed the bipartisan infrastructure law. We know how our communities get left behind on not uh, on not uh, on not focusing on that infrastructure. Right when, when that was Madam Secretary Corrine Jean Pierre who currently serves as the White House press secretary under the President Joe Biden administration. She has served since May of 2022. And again, she is the first black person, woman, excuse me, black person and the first openly LGBT person to serve in this position. And the reason why I say that is because it is very significant as part of, you know, in this country, still in the year of 2023 being the first but shout out to Sherwin for having Corrine, or excuse me, Madam Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre on the show. I think it was very insightful. And the theme was, what is the Biden administration doing for black people? Yeah. In particular, like, what are, what are you doing for us? So, again, if you did not hear the interview in its entirety, please download the Truth app. You can go to 101.7thetruth.com and watch the interview as well as on YouTube. So be sure to watch the full interview because again, at this point, personally for me, Telly, mm-hmm. don't assume because I'm black, I'm voting Democrat and and don't assume that I'm one of those people that goes into the, to the polls and, and says, Oh, I'm voting for the lesser of two evils. And, and right now I don't, <laughs> I don't know who I'm voting for. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to talk about, cause I, I, I do, I do appreciate the privacy of your vote. Like, you know, when you go to vote, you know, people aren't going to just know who you're voting for. It is definitely something that's personal and private and can often be misunderstood when you publicly share how you vote. But I can definitely say this and I can say it openly and with the absolute confidence i don't know who i'm voting for when it comes to this presidential election yeah and and that visit yesterday didn't prompt you either way and that was no that and i know we have been critical of um you know the the moves that president biden has made in terms of coming here wanting to connect with black voters not black people these are voters because guess what if you're not voting he doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about what's going on right. with you. He wants to he cares about the people that's going to vote for him. And mm-hmm. so I don't think these visits mean that much. Uh I I think that your actions show more than what you're talking about meaning over the last 3 years 
you've made three visits and and they've been in like plants way out in Menominee Valley and stuff like that. But as we get closer to the election uh, cycle, now it's important to go and figure out uh, how many lead pipes are being replaced in the city of Milwaukee. Now Mm -hmm. that's important. And on top of that, there are 65,000 lead service lines and by the end of the year, workers will have replaced more than 1,100 in 2023. And they're saying in 10 years, he wants all lead pipes gone. So within these, like, let's not discount or discredit all the years that there's been lead in the water at public schools and in the city of Milwaukee. So you mean to tell me, all right, you know, it's still going to take about another 10 years for this to completely be gone? Come on, man. So I, I don't know. Just, I just don't think these visits like mean anything, to be honest. And and to your point, Telly, it, black black people. Well, let me because again, I don't. I'm not a monolithic speaker. As a black person, with everything that's going on in this country, that is specifically targeted to impacting people of color, and in particular, black people. I mean, for example, one of the core values as part of being an American citizen is access to affordable homes, home ownership. When people would define what does the American dream mean to you, owning a home, having, you know, getting married, having two and a half kids, white picket fence. And here we are in the year of 2023, and we're ending the year with a 12% increase in homelessness. 12% increase. And of that 12%, 37% of those individuals are black and have children. I don't know if you heard on the Tory Lowe show, there was a a lady who was waiting on Tory. This was just this week when he left the studio after his show. And she was a mother of of children and was homeless. And, you know, it used to be where you could, you know, you could turn your cheek if you see a homeless person. You know, you might give them some change. This is real, y'all. Mm-hmm. And and we and you know we need to understand that the the changes that are occurring in this country are very similar to what was going on during the civil rights movement. Yeah. You know, voting rights, access to affordable home care, access to affordable health care. You know, talking about. <laughs> That DEI must die. Yeah. And race doesn't need, does it, it cannot, it isn't even, it's not about needing. It cannot be a factor. Like you're invisible. You don't matter. And, oh no, no, no. That's not, that's not what we mean. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that, you know, it's, it's, it's a form of discrimination. How do you know when you've never experienced discrimination? Yeah. And these city issues. Know? Yeah. And these city issues, Milwaukee, Flint. And a lot of it has been just, okay, Flint had the problem with the lead in the water, and people just totally forgot about Milwaukee's going through the same thing. Now, you don't hear about lead pipes, and I know I I constantly throw these out here, but you don't hear about lead pipe situations in Oconomowoc or Germantown or West Bend or any of those places. But and you, the, but the, you, you got this problem in the biggest school district in the state of Wisconsin. This is the water you're giving them. Come on, man. 
And see, it's, it's, it's again, it's becoming more and more clear that black Americans need to collectively discuss. And I don't mean the same, you know, the usual suspects, Reverend Al Sharpton, all due respect, love the brother, appreciate what he's done for this country, the sacrifice the commitment, even to this day. It can't be Reverend Jesse Jackson and Reverend Al Sharpton leading. It, it can't be just Attorney Ben Crump. It has to be yes. representation from all. Because, again, just as much as we're looking, this country continues to regard older white men as valid and competent leaders. We don't do no better, Telly. Yeah. I can only be a, a black man or can only be the, the, the same three people. And they've been doing it for the past, what, 50 years. Like they have fought uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson. They have fought the fight. They have fought a good fight. And it's now Andrew time Young. for someone yes. else to pick up the baton and keep it going. It's it, I mean, because we can't just keep relying on the same leaders. Whenever something, I mean, Ben Crump has been uh, named the the black civil rights attorney for all black people. Anytime something happens and it's it's a racial thing, everyone calls Ben Crump. Why? I mean, man, that's a, a lot. Busy man. That's a lot for <laughs> one man. If, if I was in charge of all of black people's problems, I'd be like, man, I ain't Jesus. I need some help. I didn't Where sign my disciples? up for this. <laughs> right. I just went to law call, school. Call David and Paul and <laughs> give me some help. Yes, yes. And, and by the way. Where are the women leaders? I agree. I, I felt We're always like, in the background. I, I felt like We'd Oprah had her time, and and she was making a push to do a lot of things, opening schools in Africa, and 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 in just, Africa, yeah, in Africa. That's true. That's and we true. remember what she said on why she didn't open it in the in the U.S. Remember that she was like these young kids in the, in the U.S. They want they want Jordans and. You know, they want name brand clothes. They don't care about education. So guess what? I'm going to go to South Africa. Mm. It's like, okay, Oprah, tell us how you feel. So, <laughs> again, when we come back from break, Truth Nation, what is the state? What do we need as black Milwaukeeans, as black Wisconsinites, and as black Americans? What do we need from a leadership standpoint? And also, what did you get out of President Joe Biden visiting Milwaukee yesterday? Did it move you in any way? Did it make you want to get behind him more, or did it make you say, you know what? Great question. It is what it is. So think about those two, Truth Nation, 833-212-1017, and we will continue this conversation on the other side of the break. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good 
morning, good morning, good morning. We are back. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. As you can hear, we are almost there, y'all. We're quickly approaching Christmas Day. And we've been talking about President Joe Biden's visit to Milwaukee yesterday. He was here yesterday. He made a couple of visits. And we want to hear from you. And as we, as Telly had mentioned before we took break, how did you feel about President Joe Biden's visit yesterday? Did you feel anything at all? Do you think it made a difference just in terms of your perception of whether he should be reelected? We got Black Conscious on the phone. Black Conscious, good morning. You are live with DT and Telly on Truth Be Told. What is your question or comment? Grand rising to the both of you. Peace and blessings all. And it's now Najoya. I have been given the African name of on my visit from the continent, Najoya. Say it again. Can you spell it? I want to make sure I, I pronounce it correctly. Can you spell it? N N J O Y A. Najoya. Are you going to get that tatted on you, Black Conscious? Uh, no, sir. I oh, don't believe okay. in tatted. At this age, it's not even worth tatted. <laughs> Put that crap on my body. <laughs> What's going on, Black Conscious? What's your question or comment? I'm just messing with you this morning. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I, I received that, brother. I, I'm, I'm, I have since, since returning from the land, I have a different perspective on life and a deeper appreciation for all. Okay. And every day, just getting up in the morning is uh, is uh, is a um, just an honor. But anyway, I I I uh, listening to that dude was hard last night. And him fumbling and fumbling in his words, and you know that's just uh, senior talk. Uh, but more importantly, I I was kind of mm, feeling a certain way when he kept saying black people, black people. I, I, I feel day, you on that, Black Conscious. He, that that kind of stuck out to oh, me I too. What but happened? Please. I missed that. No, what, he what just happened? like whenever yeah, he just kept no, no, talking, no, no. he'd be like black people, and so and so black people, yeah. and black people. Black people came here. Yeah, black people, black yeah. people came from the south, and black people. I'm like, dude, in this time of day, can we not get a decent title than black people? Because that was that was that old old white mentality talking. I mean, yeah, he might as well have went on and said the N word. Mm. But I didn't like that. I, I, and I, we're I so glad that well he didn't me. because it would be like breaking news: Milwaukee is on fire. Is smoking the city. <laughs> <laughs> some, some black clouds <laughs> over Milwaukee. But yes, go ahead, black Conch. I mean. Is it Noya? Like Noya. Saying black people, black people, no joya. Some, no uh, joya. some pronounce Yeah, some drop the N and say joya. Uh, at least that's the way they pronounce it, but that's the correct spelling. N-J-O-Y-A. Um, it was some people sitting in that crowd that it didn't it didn't rock with them either. Mm. So they, mm. He did get some uh, applause, though. He did get some applause, though. But, uh, but if you really look at it, the applause was like a uh, signal to do it. Because when they when they clap, they all stop at the same time. They all start at the same time. Yeah. Joya, okay. Original. Let me let me ask you this, because what you just what you started out, what you led with to me is more intriguing than talking about. You know, old white men running this country when they have no clue <laughs> what it's like to be a black person. More importantly, let's go back to your trip to Africa. What part of Africa did you visit? Central Africa, Cameroon, and uh, a couple of those. Ah. I don't know if you call them. I don't know if you call them cities or, or counties within it. We went to five. Maybe provinces. Five little, like, okay. Uh, say that uh, like Fambu, uh mm. 
uh, Benji's and, and, and those areas. Uh, visit a few of the chiefs and the uh, some of the sons of the uh, king's grandsons. I'm sorry. Um, it was on a genealogy tour, and this group, Roots to Glory, is all about getting us back to knowing our people over there in the land. So they're de- they're uh, de- yeah they're their genealogy uh, uh, um, what do what I want to say program and it's not that strong as a 23 and me or ancestry but they're trying to build it as such so if you would take one you can find out exactly where your people are there or so who you are really related. really quick really quick enjoy it because I I know we could we could talk about this incredible experience that you just came back from all all two hours but let me just ask you this and then I'll, we'll let you go you had mentioned that this was life changing. You don't see far, far removed, Najoya, you formerly black conscious. You've never seen far removed from your history and your origins. And so when you say this was life changing for you, just very quickly, what, what, who, who are you now? Like, how did you change coming back from Africa? I have a deep appreciation for the things that we have because us Americans are very spoiled. We're wasteful. And we complain about everything when you have everything in your power to change. Mm. You are the mm. you are the you are the sole engine of change. And over there, what I saw was resilience, the strength in our people. And regardless of whatever condition that was before them, they didn't look down upon themselves. They didn't feel sorry for themselves. They do what they have to do. I love it. And I have a. I have a deeper appreciation for everything that's, you know, that I have and am doing and the people around me. I'm no longer listening to, I'm starting with my grandkids. Listen to excuse about what you can't do. And over there, they're doing it. Kids, not forced, not whooped to do it, not pushed out to do it, but doing what they have to do to make it. Mm. Well, enjoy it. Thank you so much for your call and sharing your perspective and the highlights from your trip. This was very, very interesting. Yeah. And thank you again so much because, you know, I, I have visited Africa. I haven't visited West Africa yet. That is on my to-do list, but I completely can relate because, you know, for example, load shedding, you know, they have power outages scheduled throughout the day and people adjust. They, it's not even adjusting. It's just a way of life. And so I, I completely agree with you and Joya in terms of some of the things that we have as Americans that we just take advantage of. Um, we're going to continue talking about president Joe Biden when we come back from break. And remember, you want to stay tuned because at the top of the hour, yes, we yes. got a special guest. Mm-hmm. Telly has thrown, he, you know, sometimes he'll bless us y'all with his celebrity VIP contacts <laughs> every now and again. So let's just consider this an early Christmas gift for those that recognize and celebrate Christmas. This is a, this is an early Christmas. <laughs> Christmas yeah, yeah. and we might even end the week with a uh, with another surprise. I don't know. I Ooh, you know, I'm in the giving spirit. More? Look, you have been you've been wearing on me, DT. I've been, I'm in the Christmas it. spirit. <laughs> I love it. Also, when we come back because I, I think you know at this point you 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 know where you stand. Yeah. In terms of the visit yesterday, you yeah. know where you stand. It was yes. either you you were influence you were persuaded to shift or you're like you know what i still feel the same way or it may be you know what i'm not sure either way he came president joe biden came to milwaukee i'm sure he will be back 
a few more times at least before the primary election as well as the actual presidential election. So you'll want to always stay tuned to the truth because we're going to give you straight up real access to those in his administration as well as the Republican side so that you know and will always be connected to the truth. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. A very special Christmas from me. Good morning, good morning. What's up, Truth Nation? You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. <laughs> Telly, I got a quick question for you, brother. Let's do it. What's up? Let's say I ask to borrow $150, okay? And you're like, sure, DT. When are you going to pay me back? I'm like, I'm going to try to pay you back <laughs> by January 30th. Okay, okay, sis, I got you. Here's your 150 Okay. January 30th come, and I say... Hey, Telly, I don't have your 150, but I got six on it. <laughs> what? I'd be like, you know what? I mean, just, just, it's fine. You keep that six and go back. And, and when you get the other 144, then come holler at me. <laughs> well, a judge is not giving former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani none of that flexibility. Do y'all remember there was a lawsuit? It was a defamation trial. Between two former election workers who happen to be two women uh, against Rudy Giuliani. And mm-hmm. basically Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani accused them of inappropriately yeah. taking actions as election workers. Two black women in Georgia. Role, mm-hmm. Exactly. That played a role ultimately in President Trump's, former President Trump's campaign not winning his election. And so Giuliani accused Wandrea Shea Moss and her mother, Ruby Freeman, of toying with the ballots at an absentee ballot counting facility in Fulton County, Georgia, back in 2020. He claimed that they were scanning ballots for President Joe Biden multiple times. And usually uh, in those situations, if proven, it's it's a big offense. Not only were those ladies (laughs) not formally charged with those allegations they sued rudy giuliani for defamation and they should have as absolutely because these these election workers former i should say their life completely changed they were receiving death threats Mm -hmm. they couldn't get a job anywhere yeah full-time job i mean it was just their life they, they couldn't leave their home it was bad then at that point they had to move they had to they couldn't even stay at their same home address. Can you imagine that being forced out of your home because of the color of your skin <laughs> and, and, and after, your gender after volunteering like no volunteering. one puts a gun to your head and make you be a poll worker. So they volunteered to do this and ended up getting death threats because of doing what they volunteered to do. Supposed to do. And but then, please so, go ahead. But, so the, the the two Georgia election workers sued former New York mayor Rudy Giuliani, who see this this is this is why I believe in karma. 
Because, you know, five minutes ago, Rudy Giuliani was known as the America's mayor. You know, the Cowboys are America's team. They had labeled <laughs> society had labeled Rudy Giuliani America's mayor because of his his engagement and response to the tragic 9-11 event in New York mm-hmm. uh, back in September of 20 or 2001. So fast forward, Rudy Giuliani over here accusing folks and ruining their lives. These ladies sued Rudy Giuliani for defamation over the lies that he spread about them back in 2020. And they won a jury awarded these two women, $148 million in damages. Now everybody knows this. People were saying, even on the news, Telly, uh, you know, there's no way mayor Rudy Giuliani will have to pay that money at best. He'll have to pay $2 million. Well, a judge has ruled that Rudy Giuliani must immediately pay the $148 million to the two workers. He has 30 days. Nope. He has 15 days. Nope. The judge has ruled that he got to pay all of that money today. Today. Now, mm. <laughs> the motion was filed this past Monday. Mm. And... Rudy Giuliani's defendants team has asked that they do receive a 30 day pause. The sisters were like, nope. So they filed a motion to say, nope, pay it right now. The, the question is, how are he going to get 148 million? Because if it had been like <laughs> 2 million, 3 million, maybe even 5 million, he has that. Oh, yeah. Now, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani tweeted, the absurdity of the amount is indicative of the absurdity and unfairness of the entire proceeding. It bore no resemblance to a trial in a country with the rule of law. I wasn't able to offer any evidence in my defense. We'll have more to say and look forward to the appeal. What you need to be doing is figuring out how you're going to pay this $148 million. Like, can you, would you say, Telly, he texted President Trump and was like, can I hold something? And Trump said, straight to voicemail. Yeah, straight, straight to voicemail. Man, he probably put him on do not disturb. Um, Mr. President, we have, we have Rudy Giuliani on the phone. Who? Rudy Giuliani? Tell him I ain't here. (laughs) Remember back in the day? Tell him I ain't here. Sir, I'm he knows like, you're here. He just saw the news. You just left the courtroom. Well, tell him I had somewhere else to be. I ain't trying to man. talk to him. Okay. Because, again, <laughs> he – and just so you know, Rudy Giuliani, I don't know if it's still in the market, but he did uh, put his Manhattan penthouse apartment on the market. And I believe the asking price is $6 million. It might be $10 million now. He might have went back and said, hey, we need to add some more zeros. Truth Nation, the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Is this fair? Look, uh, for, for Giuliani, no. He th- like, look, man, I, you, you telling me I got to pay $148 million and I ain't even got no job? Like, uh, Rudy man. ain't got no job right now? <laughs> so, no, it's not good for him, but... I think it's it's um, it's retribution for those two women in Georgia that had to go through the things that they went through. That was very traumatic. And for him to say uh, the 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 amount is absurd or whatever the case may be, like 
how do you, how do you put a dollar sign on getting death threats and having to move mm-hmm. and and not being able to earn income where you had been earning income for probably years before and this going election under the investigation? You know, they, th- those two ladies they had to go through a formal investigation by the Georgia Secretary of State. Yeah, to be then found that there was no wrongdoing by either one of them. Yeah, that's humiliating. Yes, and that's humiliating. Right. So go I don't ahead. know if you put what what number comes with that type of humiliation and that type of alteration to your life it's not just mm-hmm. lifestyle it's your entire life your ability to go out and earn income your ability mm-hmm. to live where you want to live like they couldn't do any of that stuff based on one person's lying false accusations no so that's that lying answered- they may false accusations. Ac- they'll be lying on them exactly <laughs> in, in a way to where you know you have power and you know in this country historically traditionally and typically your word see that's why he did that mm-hmm. see you see what i'm saying because you've been so used to being able to make false accusations or as you eloquently said lying on folks on mm-hmm. particular folks for that matter mm-hmm. and getting away with it yeah. just to make yourself look better or just to make yourself feel better about the fact that former president trump was not elected in this year of 2020. Mm-hmm. But what you didn't consider, because you don't care, is the ramifications of accusing two black women in the state of Georgia for falsifying documents and scanning voting documents for Biden multiple times. See, that's you, you never thought about how that was going to impact these two black women. Yeah. And. And, and Quite twist, frankly, uh, they should get 248 million as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> exactly. And how they twist the narrative. Like, look how they probably use the words that Biden said against him. If you're not oh, yeah. black, you ain't, you know, if you're black, you should be voting for me. So they could go and say, well, that's how they picked mm-hmm. those two black women out. Like, you heard what uh, what Biden told, what Biden said about black people. So they have insiders who are doing that. That's how they became targets. And I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, throughout this entire month, we've been talking about the significance of diversity, equity, inclusion, why it's relevant, why it's needed. If you recall, when President Joe Biden made the comment, that, you know, if if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Mm-hmm. There was no public outrage other than black folks. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear any type of public outrage from any other community. Whereas if President Biden and he knows this and his part, his cabinet knows this, his advisors know this. If he would have said, if you don't vote for me, you're not an Arab American. If you don't vote for me, you're not Jewish. If you don't vote for me, you're not Italian. If you don't vote for me, you're not white. If he would have said any other race, it would have been a public outrage. Mm -hmm. I can't believe. But when he said black people, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, it was it was crickets chirping. The only people that you heard respond was us. Yeah. So that's you know, it's just something to think about in terms of both Rudy Giuliani, who is a very well-known Republican as well as President Joe Biden, like these older white men who have had very little to zero experience working with people different from them, let alone being challenged like these two courageous women in Georgia did. It's this is truth be told with DT and telling we come back for break. We're going to wrap this Joe Biden conversation up. President Joe Biden was here in Milwaukee. 
Uh, we want to hear from you, Truth Nation, on how you felt about it or whether you didn't. 833-212-1017. This is the award-winning 1017 The Truth. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly live from the American Families Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. We are approaching our second hour, and in our second hour, we will have none other than actor, comedian, producer, director, Guy Tory joining us in the second hour. He will be joining us at 8 o'clock, and so make sure that you stick around. We have been talking about President Joe Biden's visit to Milwaukee yesterday, and there is a lot of mixed reaction of that. It seemed like that some people were cool with him being here, and then there were others that trying to figure out, well, what was the point of him coming here? But he did go to the, what was that, the Wisconsin Black Chamber of Commerce. He did make a visit there, and he spoke with uh, lead service workers who are replacing lead pipes in the city of Milwaukee. And so I think that he's, he's definitely trying to make sure that if he feels like you voted for him the last presidential cycle, that he is coming back to tell you all the great things that have happened since you have voted for him to get the vote again. So we will definitely continue to talk about that as the days and weeks come. But on the other side of the break, again, we will be joined by none other than Guy Tory. This should be a lot of fun. Keep it locked right here on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.